Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hi. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies Ryan likes in the hopes that we'll reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending us your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, or even if you don't, consider checking out the Frederick's Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. Ryan, what did we have you watch this time? Everybody wants some. Everybody wants some. You wanted a comedy, so we gave you a recent comedy. This came out in 2016. It's written and directed by Richard Linkletter. I have a synopsis here. In 1980, a group of college baseball players navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. Ryan, get us started by telling us a little bit about Everybody Wants Some. It's a college baseball team. And their first few days that they get to college before they get to class. And it's about their uh, bonding experiences and their different friendships. And of course, one guy falls. One guy falls in love. It's not about anything in particular. It's about how, like, they're different experiences yeah you said i think you said bonding experiences but i thought you said body experiences and i'm like oh, that's, a, that's a weird thing to say like i thought you were referring to them like hooking up and stuff their body experiences <laughs> they're exploring their bodies there was some there was some body exploration happening there yeah there is a lot if now, they were, uh, were girls, Pam would call them sluts. Oh, okay. Well, I think you could still call them a slut if they're, but I guess it is a sort of a double standard, isn't it? Oh yeah, like I don't, I don't hear people call guys sluts. Like it's not normal nomenclature. No, because wow. society has historically treated men who are sluts as, as sort of an accomplishment, whereas women who are sluts yeah. is it's a it's a bad thing. Right. And in this movie they have a lot of accomplishments. <laughs> they have a lot of accomplishments. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I see. I see what you did there. Oh, that's great. So if I remember correctly, you were a big fan of Dazed and Confused, right? You liked that. Uh, yeah, I was. Now, this is Richard Linkletter's sort of a, it's almost a pseudo sequel to that, right? Like it, uh, Dazed and Confused takes place the last day of high school. This takes place the first day of college. So it's in a lot of ways, it's it's not the same characters or anything, but it's very much the same style of movie. It's structured very, very similarly. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a spiritual there, there's, mm -hmm. there are some characters that are 
They're not the same characters, but the same. Same archetypes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's like, you got your like pothead guys and your, your, uh, womanizers and to the people that are like way too old to be with these people. Yeah. You have all those archetypes in there. I'm the cool guy. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, the man. angry guy. Cool guy, angry, angry guy. guy. <laughs> you gotta have the angry guy. <laughs> gotta have him. Gotta have the hothead. Man, I played with that guy this. Yep. And in this one, um, there were a couple of different guys to go really angry at one thing or another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just well, they, weren't, they weren't really dickheads like Ben Affleck was. Baseball also plays a role in both movies. The a lot of the the main characters in Daisy Confused were baseball players. This is uh this this is like a takes place largely in a in a house that's it's like student housing for the baseball team. So they all live together in a house on campus or off campus, I guess. And uh, so what did you think of this overall? Were there football in days? No, it was baseball. It's baseball. I'm 100% sure it was baseball. Yeah, why are you thinking football? I feel like the baseball thing is a pretty... It's a, yeah, it's a it's a pretty... kind of like throughout. (laughs) It's a pretty big deal in Days and Confused. He's a baseball player. Remember after the game, the, the one of the big plot points was that oh, it, they, were, yeah. they were trying to avoid yeah. getting paddled. So after the game, he, or no, maybe he was a freshman in high school. It was the last day of school, but he was, uh, he was going to be a freshman in high school. I think. Right. Long hair to give the face. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. He was entering high school as a freshman. I don't know why I thought football. So what did you think of Everybody Wants Some? It was pretty good. I mean, it pretty was good. very, very it's similar. To Sounds kind of mild. It feels like I said. I'm not as good as that, I think. Mm. I agree. I didn't think it was as good. I... I really enjoyed it though. And I feel like there's just, we don't have a lot of really solid comedies that come out these days. You know, you get a couple a year, maybe if you're lucky. And I feel like this was kind of a a nice little throwback. I really enjoyed this movie. I I think it has more to do with the director being good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I a good director made a decent movie instead of just mm-hmm. throwing out some Bob Corbin. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. <laughs> oh, um, God, it, where? Okay, so you said you didn't think it's it's as good as Dazed and Confused, and I agree with you on that. Were Were there any aspects of it that you can think of specifically that make this maybe a little weaker than Dazed and Confused? It's because I've seen it so many times. 
Well, it's interesting I mean, you mentioned that because a lot more standout yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think one of the one of the key differences and uh, and there's a huge number of similarities between both movies, but one of the key differences is like in this movie, it really just follows this what it's like four to six guys that live in this house, and that's pretty much it. In Daisy and Confused, you have a, a really a, a much larger ensemble. And I feel like the female representation in Dazed and Confused is much, much more well-rounded. Like you have female leads in that movie and you follow their story too, like Parker Posey's character. And in this, you really just follow the dudes around, which I thought was fine, but I liked, I liked the diversity in Dazed and Confused more because it ended up feeling more varied. Yeah. Is it just uh, I like to see the girls were as big assholes they guys were. Sure. Was it an issue for you with uh, everybody wants some the the lack of women characters? No, because the girl was in it mainly for the love story, like he didn't play a big part in the entire movie. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I think that could be an issue. I think that's that could be part of the issue for some some people that I just didn't know if it was you know it was for Ryan, it was just too many dudes. Not enough variety in there. But yeah. if it if it was more girls then it would have been more simpler to days and confused than it already is. Gotcha. One thing I like about these movies is the lack of a, a plot. Like, there's not any, there's not any like real conflict happening here. There's not much of a, a structure to it. It's it's not your traditional. Yeah, it's just a just an aimless aimless. Yeah, it comedy. just flows. It's just flowing from one scene to the next. There's no real. Like there's no end point. Like you can't see an end point happening. There's no yeah. major conflict nothing, going on. It's just n- nothing that they need to accomplish. And I think that that's something. Was, that, a, was, a lack, was a lack of plot a problem for you, Ryan? No, not really. Because uh, like each part of the movie was all pretty much wrapped up in a good. Ending the each part of the story. Gotcha. So it was easily understood. I think one of the things I like the most about this movie is that it doesn't feel like a movie from 2016. It feels like a much older movie. Now it was it was shot on digital, so it it looked you know glossy, but the like the opening, the intro credits and stuff felt very dated to me how they had that like kind of 70s rock soundtrack with the sort of animated intro credits like scrolling across the screen it just felt like a like more like a 90s comedy to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and i thought that like the comedy in it itself was felt it harkened back to previous decades it wasn't really the same style that we know now like the Apatel stuff. 
Well, I have a question because normally when we talk about comedies, right, there's at some point in time, Brian talks about something made him laugh out loud. And I can't help but notice so far in talking about this movie, he has not mentioned that once. Did you, Ryan, laugh out loud during uh, Everybody Wants Some? I don't I can't remember any specifics right now, but yeah, I did a few times. Okay. Okay. But it wasn't there they obviously weren't that memorable. Uh, there there uh, <laughs> I just thought I wonder what a way wrestling. It involved the main marginally memorable. It was something he said. The main cool guy? So we're talking we're working with multiple cool guys. Yeah, there was a there was a couple cool guys. Couple cool dudes. Like the the whole star guy. The guy that was really good then. Uh it was Fred Core. There's the one that he pictures. Said something and I can't remember now what it was. <laughs> but I remember laughing out loud when I heard it. All right. <laughs> Sounds like this movie really did the job. Hit that it's, funny bone. It's funny because I also can't recall. You can't remember was, goddamn thing from this movie. Can no, I, I remember. I remember certain things. I remember like the overall, you know, the overall stuff with it. Yeah. I I don't remember any specific jokes because it wasn't that. It wasn't that type of movie where there was like this one outrageous set piece or anything like that. It was just more of like a consistent. It was just yeah. a consistently funny movie where it was just, a lot of a lot of smaller things. It kind of sounds like they, they kind of capturing that feeling of, you know, hanging with your friends where like, if you were from the outside of that group, you'd be like, this isn't funny. Right. This doesn't seem great. But you being a part of that group, it's like, oh, my God, this is the best day ever. We had so but, much fun. But also... I like how they were all accepting of everyone. Oh, it was yeah. it was about they they were making fun of that, uh, the guy that thought he was bringing home oh, now the way he was it. <laughs> I know that before that's gonna bother me. I think the cool guy you're talking about is his Tyler Hoechlin who played Mick Reynolds. He was like the main cool guy. And I think yeah. he was, the, he was the pitcher because the other, the other main guy, Jake played by Blake Jenner. I think he, he was the, he was the freshman, but I think he was also a pitcher. And then Wyatt Russell played Willoughby. He was the one who turned out to be like 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a pretty funny that was a pretty funny little plot line where it turned so, out that he these, it turned out that he was like an actual 35 year old man who was pretending to be a college person so that he could play baseball <laughs> uh, which is great because he's a catcher which being 35 being a catcher that's not why would you do that like your joints 
fucking killing you. Yeah. Pick an easier position. Don't do that to your knees. You're 35 years old, man. <laughs> they should have noticed every time he tried to get up. He struggled. Just like, oh, God. Remember when they're at that club and that one guy says something and they all came down. It was a bad point. <laughs> I mean, there's a, they go to a lot of clubs in this, which is which actually brings up a good point, Ryan. Like you, you said that like they they're all accepting and stuff like that, and I I think that's a really cool aspect of this. Like, there's a scene where they go to like this cowboy club, and then they go to this like punk club in one scene, and they yeah. they just they they are really accepting of just all of the different trends and things that were happening back then. They just party with anybody. Yeah, they're just they're a just bunch of to get down. And that, and that's the other thing, like they're pretty likable dudes. Like you wouldn't think it from the offset because they're a bunch of jocks, you know, and you you just think of them as being these college bros, but it's not quite like that. They're they're actually pretty they're all pretty endearing characters. This is so this is the the bonding experiences that Ryan was speaking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of bonding. There's there's a lot of bonding it's just the, yeah. the relationships their acceptance and the bonding i see i get it have you seen this oh, one yet kevin i have not this I mean, you, sh- like, you should definitely this, watch this is, it I, I don't you know to be honest you guys aren't selling it because it seems as though you guys can't remember anything from it outside mm. of like they went i mean to- no i don't remember specific jokes but it's been quite a while <laughs> It's been like three years since I've seen it. So. I don't know. Ryan maybe laughed out loud. I was pretty sure once. It is funny. You're, he's, are you guaranteeing that I will laugh? I, I could. I could. I think I could guarantee that you'll laugh. Okay. Okay. I think, I think he'll laugh at least. Put once. it on the list. It's in like the three hundreds of my of my queue. So we'll get there at some point in time. All right. <laughs> back in seven years ah oh, kevin 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 but you'll watch like some half star horror movie on netflix that came out straight to vod in like 2014 that no that no that's one's ever not, heard of. that's not a decision that i make i just happen to be in the room at the time that it happens and I don't leave the room. I'm just like, okay, well, I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> There's like all these great movies that come out every year. And Kevin's just like, oh, I saw the, what was that one? The, the Terrifier, dude. The so, terif- Terrifier or that other, that horrible mockumentary. No, it wasn't a mockumentary. It was actually like a documentary from that one ghost, ghost hunting guy. Dead oh, house yeah. or whatever the fuck. It's called, <laughs> dude. I actually ended up seeing like a an episode. I guess he has a show. Yeah, he has a show. Oh my god! I I caught an episode of the show, and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Those guys just are fucking committed to it. They try and sell it like they they put their all into it. Man, there's something else. I wrote a you review for that movie, out. and I gave it. Did I it? gave. I think I gave it a point five out of ten. It's I, fucking terrible. <laughs> It's so bad. Oh my god. Anyway, any final thoughts, Ryan? Before we give you a drum roll, and everybody wants some. Uh, it's it's funny. Even though I'm not 
like a month trying to not make Phil watch it. I'm trying to make Phil watch it. He'll laugh a lot. I just can't remember any. But everything makes my I'm laughing a lot. When when did you watch this? Uh, for I uh, first time like three years now. Then this time watching Friday night. Okay, so it's fresh. It's pretty fresh. It's fresh. I'm a terrible man. I can't even remember what happened five minutes ago. Oh man. I can't. I was podcasting, but. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Ryan, what do you give Everybody Wants Some? I'm leaving eight and a half. Eight and oh, a half? What the fuck? Wow. That is not. Wow. That's I mean, eight, eight and a half out of ten. The the commentary that I was hearing was not indicative of eight and a half. That was not what I was anticipating. That, that's because I saw this before. I was marked uh, the first time I saw it. So, what did well, you originally, initially rate it? Like a nine and a half? Eh? Was this a ten at one point? When I was <laughs> nine, when I first heard it, I was nine. Damn. I gave it an eight. I wrote a review for this on the site, and I gave it an eight. So, not too wow. far off there, Ryan. Incredible. It's a good it's a good flick. Check it out. Everybody wants some. Any final thoughts? Or, or what do you want uh, for next time, Ryan? What, what are you thinking in genre-wise? Christmas. Oh, Christmas in Connecticut coming right up, bud. No, no Christmas with the cranks. No Christmas with the cranks. No, I mean we're trying to give you something good. So I I think I think I already know exactly what I'm going to give you too. Oh shit! Yeah, I'll talk to you about it offline, Kevin. But please give me that. (laughs) You're going to watch that already. The goal, the the goal is to expose I, you to new things that you'll like. Already, not, already not ones that you like. Watch you watch that shit like every year, probably multiple <laughs> yeah. times. You probably already watched it like five times this year. <laughs> it's a one right it now in the other room, isn't it? I bet you any fucking. You listen closely, you can hear it. I watch it twice this year. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's a great movie. Like. Without a doubt, I I think it I think it does deserve to get watched every every year around Christmas. But definitely, your your love for it holds no bounds. <laughs> All right, Christmas movie it is. I think that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net at filmpulse Kevin and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute. Consider giving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you later. See you later.